Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our weekly Meshachachma share. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners who will be joining the share. Shurim for Chaydesh ER have been sponsored by my family. Lilinishmas, my Shver, Zechreine Levracha, Harav Dave Tzvi, Ben Rav Chaim Kreisworth, Meshashiva Teres Chaim, whose first yard site was last week on Dalit ER. Parshas Emor Tov Shin Pei Beis. The end of the Parsha, Perik Chav Dalid, Pasuk Chav Gimel, the end of the Parsha talks about Vayetze ben Isha Yisraelis, a person went out and Rachman al-Litzlani cursed HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Hoytze HaMekalo, take him out and stone him. So the last Pasuk in the Parsha says, Vayedaber Moshe al-Bnei Yisrael, Moshe spoke to Bnei Yisrael, and they took out the one who cursed to outside the Machane, and they stoned him. And Bnei Yisrael did, like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, commanded Moshe Rabbeinu. So, Rameir Simcha says, Pirush. What does it mean they did like HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded? The beginning of the Pasuk says they did what they were supposed to. Vayidaber Moshe, Vayoytziyu, they took him out, and they stoned him. It's redundant. So says Rameir Simcha, and really this is what Rashi is quoting the Teres Kanim, Pirush, Mitzvus Tzliyo Ukvura, Shenemar B'Megadev B'Farshas Kiseitze B'Mishnah Teirah. What it means to say is <clears throat> that in this parsha, Hashem said just to stone him. However, there are other places where we have details and additions to the mitzvah of Skila. Like Rashi says, Uvene Yisrael Asu, Kola mitzvah hamura b'skila b'makamacher. All the mitzvahs that are said by Skila in other places, Dechia, pushing him off, Regima, then stoning him, Tzliya, hanging him. And Rashi's quoting the Teres Kanim. And Rameir Simcha saying the same idea. Pirish mitzvahs tliyo ukvura. Specifically, he's referring to the mitzvahs of hanging and burying, burying him. Shenemar b'megade fefarshas kiseitze b'mishnah Torah. In parshas kiseitze, in mishnah Torah and Dvarim, the Pasuk says over there that when you put someone to death, v'chiyyeh b'ish chet mishpan moves v'humas and Chazal say, referring to either Kol HaNiskalim or specifically a Megadev or an Oyved Avodah someone who curses Hashem. So that's our person here. He cursed Hashem. And the Pasuk says over there that after you stone him, you hang him up, and then, don't leave him that like that. You have to bury him. So Rashi, so Rashi said it's referring to all the mitzvahs of Skila. The Rameir Simcha saying it's referring specifically to the mitzvahs in Parshish Kiseitse of hanging and burying that it says about someone who curses Hashem. Now why is Rameir Simcha so adamant? It's referring specifically to those things. Lachain kosuv kasher tzivo Hashem es Moshe. It says Bnei Yisrael did like Hashem commanded es Moshe. It doesn't say El Moshe, Shebe Mishnah Torah Namar Beloshen Shemoshe Medaber Bar Hashem. From there, Rameir Simchas Medayik, we're referring specifically to mitzvahs that are in Devarim. Devarim is Mishnah Torah. 
In Mishnah Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu spoke Be'ad Hashem, for Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu spoke as if he's the one who's saying it, but he's speaking Be'ad Hashem. And therefore, it's as if Hashem is speaking straight through him, as opposed to other mitzvahs that Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu then told it, related it to Kla Yisrael. So therefore, Mishnah Tairi says, Beloshen Shem Moshe Medaber Ba'ad Hashem, Kasher Hashem, not El Moshe, Es Moshe, almost like through Moshe Rabbeinu. From these words, Es Moshe, Rameir Simcha was Medayik, we're talking about Mishnah Taira Dvarim, and therefore specifically those mitzvahs of hanging and burying that is written about the Megadev there in Parshas Kisete, V'chein B'Tairas Kayanim, and he says, that's what it says in Tairas Kayanim, that's what Rashi's quoting, that we're including other mitzvahs of Skila, um, or details of Skila, I should say, in this Pasuk. That's the first Pshat. Oya Kavon, and now Rameir Simcha says another Pshat. When we start this parsha and parsha's emar, the parsha that's prior to the story of this person cursing Hashem, there are two parshias. The first is the menorah, and the second one is the the parsha of the lechem apanim and the shulchan. Chazal tell us, one opinion at least in Chazal, that what happened? This Mikalel heard Moshe Rabbeinu tell Kla Yisrael, you're going to bake the lechem upon him on a Friday. It's going to go onto the Shulchan on Shabbos. It's going to remain on the Shulchan till next Shabbos. And then you'll divide it up for the Kayhanim to eat nine days after it was baked. So he went out, Vayetzei, he went out from this mitzvah, he heard this mitzvah, the mitzvah that was right before this parsha of the Lechem Aponim, Belig Legala Parsha, and he made fun. And he said, Is this the derech of the king? To eat cold bread, a king eats fresh bread, warm bread. What kind of business is this? Moshe Rabbeinu saying, leave the bread on Hashem's table for nine days. also writes, Why is this here? Maybe, Ulai, it's interesting. The Ibn Ezra throws in not just the Lechem, which Chazal already say. Rashi brings down, Rashi is quoting a Medrash. One of the opinions is the bread. But the Ibn Ezra and Rameir Simcha, that's why he's bringing the Ibn Ezra. Why is he bringing the Ibn Ezra? Isn't it a Medrash? Because Rameir Simcha also was bothered by the Menorah. So the Ibn Ezra is telling us it wasn't just on the Lechem upon him, it was on the Menorah as well. Um, he goes back even further. What's before the Parsha of the Menorah is all the Parshas of the Karbanas. So it's not just the Parsha of the Lechem that he made fun of, he made fun of the Shemen, he made fun of the Karbanas, that we don't know what he made fun of. The Lechem, he had a good taina. What's going on? It's nine-day-old bread. There's what to make fun of. 
the shaman, the karbanas, maybe he made fun of Achila Eirahutzarech. Does Hashem need our R? Um, maybe fun of what's this whole business of bringing karbanas? Hashem needs our karbanas. Lechem uh, Hashem, Baruch who eats the karbanas. I don't know what he made fun of, but he found something to make fun of in all of these things. So fine. So that caused him to be Vayetze, and then he eventually was so turned off that he cursed HaKadosh Baruch So what does Kala Yisrael do? Kala Yisrael, we know, stones him. So says Ramir Simcha, So we read the Pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu said that you have to kill him. And they stoned him, says the Pasuk. did. What's this referring to, Zakhtar Meir Simcha? Halakas haneirais vahaktoras lechem apanim. The halakas haneirais, and he doesn't mean the haktara of the lechem apanim. You don't burn the lechem apanim, it means the bazichin. Get burnt on the mizbeach, and then you're able to eat the lechem apanim. That is the, what, what gets burnt on the mizbeach is the bazichin. So he says, Kala Yisrael, after they stoned this guy, Yuvenei Yisrael Asu, they lit the Menaira, they did the avoid of the Lechem Aponim, Kasher Tzivo Hashem Es Moshe. Just like Hashem commanded, And they didn't for a moment, they weren't affected by this person making fun of it. It didn't affect them at all. HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Lechem Aponim nine days, we do it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Menorah, we do it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Karbanus, we do it. This guy came and made fun of it. And often when someone makes chayzik of something, all some people start thinking, even they know chayzik is not emes. But maybe he has a little good taina. Says the Pasuk, no. After they killed him, they did not for a moment take into account that no effect on them. There was no way to tell that this person scoffed at these mitzvahs. V'chein, he says, we find in Parshas Nasai a similar thing. There was a mitzvah to send out all the Tmeim. It says, and the end says, they did it. Rameer Simcha doesn't exactly say what it means over there. Gerada over there in Parshas Nasai, he says the Pshat. The Kla Yisrael actually went and they did the mitzvah besimcha. You're sending out the Tmeim. The Tmeim can say what kind of business we're second class citizens. No. They did it exactly like the Tzivoy. They didn't ask any questions. It didn't bother them. Says Rameir Simcha, in our, in our Pasuk, that is the Pasha Pshat. Yisrael Asu is not going on the Skila. It's going on the Neiros and the Lechem upon him. Not only was it the Kla Israel didn't have any any wasn't affected by this person. The Gama Kroivim Boa Vishalu Bishlema Dayanim Voedim Kimoi Besifri Nasai. The Gemara in Sanhedrin Dach Memvav says that after a person is put to death by Bezdin, the Kroivim have to come and they have to say Shalom to the Edim and the Dayanim to show they have no Tainas. It was done justly. They don't have Tainas. The person deserved to die. And that is also perhaps included here in Vene Yisrael Asu Kasher Tziva Hashem Es Moshe 
this V'yitachin is going back to the Pshat that Kala Yisrael killed him. However, everybody did it. Even his relatives did it. They didn't have tainas. They came and they said, Shalom to the Dayanim and the Edim. So but let's focus on Rameir Simcha's main Pshat of Nachan B'Pshat. That it's referring to Kala Yisrael not being affected by this person who made fun of the Lechem upon him. So the truth is, how did that happen? You know, we live in a world where everything we hold Kadosh is being made fun of, is made fun of. How do we stand strong? How does it not have an effect on us? So Be'emes, you have to think about it for a second. This guy made fun of the Lechem upon him, but we know there was a nesk. Chazal tells us there was a nesk, that the Lechem upon him remained fresh. Rashi says it remained cham, warm. On the day that it was taken off, nine days later, like the day it was baked and put onto the shulchan. And in fact, the Ritva writes, it wasn't just warm, it was steamy. There's a Radvaz in a tshuva. It says, I don't know, I never saw bread steam unless you cut it. So he's not sure what it's referring to. But the Ritva says that when they picked up the shulchan, Bishas, the Shalosh Regalim, Ru'uchi Baschem, Show Klai so look how beloved you are. Look at the Nisim Hashem does for you. The bread remains fresh. So how'd they know it was fresh? Nobody touched it. Says the Ritzvah, they saw steam. They saw it looked hot. So one second, what's going on over here? This person, what's he saying? That it was not fresh bread, nine-day-old bread. What's going on? Doesn't he know there's an ace? So Rav Zalman Saratskin in Azdaim Latayra says a Meridika thing. And he says, he says, when a person hears or sees something that he doesn't understand, so the first thing is, usually we jump to conclusions. We jump to conclusions. Everything has to be an instant reaction. We live in a time, we live in a, in a zman, where everything needs an instant reaction. There's no time to digest something, to think about something. Someone messages you, instantly there has to be reaction. The guy's a Russia, the guy's a Tzaddik. It's a Chesed, it's not a Chesed. The guy's this, this happened, everything is instant. There's no time to process it. So says the Znaim Lutaira, that usually is not a good thing. It doesn't help. Usually you come to the wrong conclusion. Should wait a little bit. Let yourself digest it. Maybe the answer will come to you. Maybe you'll see it's not such a grace akasha. Maybe you'll see things are not the way they are. Wait a little bit. You don't have to answer instantly. You don't have to have an instant opinion. Today, everybody needs an opinion instantly to whatever's out there. And that's how people, people's reputations get ruined. Things Because everybody has an opinion in a moment. Nobody knows what's going on. A text, a picture, even a video clip. That's what we live in today. We're affected by the world around us. You see a little clip, all of a sudden, everybody has an opinion, and not just an opinion, opinion we should act on. They already tried him. He was going to trial. There's a verdict. Let's carry it out. So says the Znaim Latayra, this person here, he heard, the Tzivu of Meishu Rabbeinu, and he said to himself, Liglegalov, if he would have waited a week to see what's going to be with the Lechem upon him, he would have seen that it remained warm. He would have seen that there was a nace. That yes, this was the covet of the Rabbi Nisham. A bigger covet than fresh bread every day is bread that stays fresh. There's a nace, Ruchi Baschem, a special Chiba, Hashem made the nace. But he didn't wait. Because he didn't have the patience to wait. Yotza me'aylamai. That's what Chazal say. Vayetze me'eichan yotza. The first shot is me'aylamai. 
He lost everything. He lost everything because he didn't have patience. There's a Kliyakar. The Kliyakar's yard say was this week. And Zion Iyar. Kliyakar and Parsha's boy. When he talks about... Um, Machar is the Tam. In Parshas Veschan, and it says by the Chacham. Also, he asks Machar, what's this Avoida you're doing? Says the Kliyakar, the Rasha and the Chacham ask very similar questions. How do we know which one's a Rasha, which one's a Chacham? Says the Kliyakar, because the Rasha asks, Now, he needs to know now, what's going on here? What are we doing? Why are we doing it? I need to know or I'm out of here. The Chacham says, Machar, I'll do the mitzvah. I have questions, I have shilas. The day after the mitzvah. The day after the mitzvah, he asks you, explain things to me. It's not dependent on the answer. I'm sorry, his mitzvah performance is not dependent on the answer to his questions. He's doing it because he believes. He grata wants to learn. He'll ask tomorrow. The Rasha says, if I don't understand it, if it makes no sense, I don't do it. There's a concept of machar. We don't live in such a world. We live in a world everything is now. Kishavin chamachar. Wait. Digest. Think about it. Then you could ask your questions. Then you could perhaps come to conclusions. Wait around. You never know. It could save you from a lot of problems. It could have saved this person. But I want to share with you a Meridik Abshat from Rav Schwab in Mayan Beis HaSheva. Rav Schwab says as follows. Rav Shohab says, the Pshatim go together, just like Aznaim Latayra says, Mehechan Yatsa Yatsa Me'elamai. Mehechan Yatsa, he made fun of the Lechem upon him. There's a third Mehechan Yatsa, he had a Dintayra where he wanted to live, and he was Yatsa from the Bezdin of Moshe Rabbeinu that he lost, and he wasn't allowed to live in the Shevet, in the Shevet that he wanted to, uh, Shevet Don, Machana Don, he didn't want to, they didn't want him there, and he lost. Zokter of Shohab Amayrodikavart. Rav Schwab says that it's true. The lechem upon him remained fresh. And I'll add, like the Ritva says, it was steaming. You were able to see mamish fresh bread. The aroma of fresh bread probably was there too, I would assume. It's my addition. I didn't see anyone said the aroma. And yet, this person didn't see it. You want to know why, says Rav Schwab? Because if you want to be able to see Nisim, you got to be Maimon by Kaddish Baruch Hu. Mehechan Yatza. What's the first thing that happened? Yatza Me'aylamai. This guy decided, no, there's no Rabbi Nishalaylam. For whatever reason, we don't know. The Pasuk doesn't say, Vayetze. He decided, Vayatza Me'aylamai. He's being a Kaifer in the Rabbi Nishalaylam. If you're a Kaifer in the Rabbi Nishalaylam, then he looks at the Lechem upon him. You know what he saw? He saw stale old bread on day number nine. Well, why didn't he see the fresh bread? Because if you're not a Maimon, it could be staring you in the face. You will not see the nace. You won't see the nace. The Nisim are for the people who believe. The Nisim are not to make people believe. The Nisim are for the people who believe. To be Mechazik them. Nisim don't make Maminim. Nisim could be Mechazik Maminim. doesn't make Maminim. They say, I think from the Kleisenberger, they get to the, to, to the, to the Holocaust. The people who were Maminim remained Maminim. The people who weren't Maminim weren't Maminim. Nobody became a Maimon there. Nobody became a Maimon and nobody lost their Amunah. 
You see the Rabbi Nishalayim in any situation if your eyes are open to see it. The rest of Kalal Yisrael Maminim, they looked at the Lechem Aponim and they said, Liglegalov, this guy's making fun. We don't know what he's talking about. Not the Pshat, that they had to work on themselves. Not to be affected by his liglog. You want to know why? Because they were Kashir Tziva Hashem Moshe. If Hashem commanded it, we believe in the Rabbeinu Shalom. We're Maminim. I, his liglog, we don't even have the issue because we see fresh bread. We see steamy fresh bread. He wasn't a Maimon to start. He wasn't a Maimon to start. He saw nine day old, stale, hard bread. Dr. Schwab, the Pshatim go together. Mehechen Yatsa, Yatsa Meilamai, and Memela Mehechen Yatsa, he was Liglake. And he says the third reason of Mehechen Yatsa, that's why they didn't act with him, Lifnimishurus Hadin and Bezdin. He wasn't a Maiman. Once he's not a Maiman, it's a whole different story. And it's a Muridika lesson. It's a Muridika lesson. We go out in the street, what do we see? Do we see the glitter and the glamour of the street? That enticing Shekhar that's out there? Or do we see the Rabbani Shalom wherever we turn? Look at our lives. We could see Ashkocha Pratis in our lives. We could see the Rabbani Shalom taking care of us. We could see what's called the silver lining. Or we could see stale bread. It depends. Are we Maimidim Bashem? Are we looking for the Rabbani Shalom? If you're a Maimin Ba'kodesh Baruch Hu, if you're a person who's a Mispalel, person who works on his Ashkocha Pratis, he works on his Amuna. You'll constantly be seeing fresh nine-day-old bread all over your, all your life. You'll be able to see it. But if you don't have that basis and you want to see it to learn, oh, I'll become a Maimon if Hashem performs an ace. It doesn't work that way. You'll look around and you'll see everything going wrong. And that is the way Kla Yisrael was. So Zakhtar Meir Simcha, Uvinei Salasu, Kidvar Moishe, Vnei Salasu, Kasher Tziva Hashemes Moishe, Vleichoshesh Alig Lugai. According to the way those nine Lutairas are saying, they had a little patience. They had a little patience. Said, okay, you made fun. Akasha is Akasha. But then all of a sudden, it didn't take long and they had the tarots. So But according to the way the Rav Schwab says, it's even more myritic. The Pshad is It didn't have an effect because they couldn't even understand what is he talking about? There's fresh bread here. Because since Kla Yisrael did Kasher Tziva, Hashem is Moshe, they saw the fresh bread. They saw the Nisim. Those who do Kasher Tziva, Hashem is Moshe, live lives of Amuna, will see the fresh Nisim all over the place. They had no idea what he was talking about. But he was Yatsa Me'ay If he was Yatsa Me'ay he looked at the exact same bread. And you know what he saw? He saw stale bread. That was the difference. And that's the lesson for us, Rabbi Isai. We have to be mechazek ourselves. We have to be mechazek our children. We have to teach them what's right. Was there a Rabbi Shalom in the world? Brachos, Tvila, Kriyishma, Emuna. That's the basis. That's the foundation. If we go out in our lives with that foundation, we'll see the Rabbi Shalom wherever we turn. For Achman al-Islam, we don't have that foundation. So then, there'll be chas v'shalom liglog. Let's not forget these lessons. Let's not forget the lesson of the Machar. And let's not forget the lesson of Rav Schwab.
that when you open your eyes, a maimon opens his eyes, he'll be able to see fresh bread everywhere. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Kaltov.